we're back. Hello, and uh, yeah, welcome. This is Isaac, and I have here with me... Indira. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, and you? I'm very good, thank you. I think uh, we're going to do things a little bit different today. What's what's happening that's different today? We have guests in the house! Yes, we do. Woo! Welcome our first guests. We have... Welcome to the Blank Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything. Yo. <laughs> wow, okay, is that how you introduce yourself to people? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> My name is Munya Radzi Kafesu. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to say my whole name? Um, it's up to you. There's been this like growing, growing thing about not knowing whether or not we should introduce ourselves with our whole names or yeah. not. Yeah, I so. think I've been calling myself with uh, with my shortcut for a while. So I, I sometimes get weirded out when someone says Munya Radzi. Oh, wow. But my actual people call me Munya all the time. Munya, 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 Munya. But yeah, maybe I should start just saying my name is Munya Radzi. Every time I say Munyaradzi, people look at me funny. <laughs> so that's why I call myself Munya. But anyway, yeah, my name is Munya. All right. And who else is with Another us? guest. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. So this is your girl, Nomi. Well, Nomfundo. But I prefer that you call me Nomi. What's your name? Oh, <laughs> So it's just recently changed to Mrs. K. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Cafe Sue. Whoop whoop. Um, how recent is recent? <laughs> I like three a month ago. So they got married during the lockdown. They got married during the lockdown. No, right before the lockdown, literally the weekend before the lockdown. Oh, so is that when all the limitations and stuff were? They were beginning. How, how many people did you have at your wedding? Hmm? A hundred. That's exactly. my story. Yeah. No. No cubeco. No, baby. It's no cubeco. No cubeco. No cubeco. <laughs> it's like watching a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. I mean, don't 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 give all the information because you know the the cops could be listening. So <laughs> can't get arrested. The evidence is here. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Today we are talking about um, the things that defined us. Well, the moments that made us, whatever, something like that. Okay. The, the things that happened in our lives that were like, oh my goodness, my life needs to change at oh, this wow. exact moment. So it can't be also, it has to be my life needs to change or it can't be like... Um, it, can, it can be even a, an aha moment, okay. but it's like... The things that like really happened in okay. your life that okay. like yeah all right so like who it. wants to start us off i think you guys should start no i feel like i can only if i get a question i'll answer oh, i just wow. don't know <laughs> what defined me yeah uh i think you should start okay uh, i'll start with an easy one which i've shared before so i'll run through it okay um the i knew i had to learn how to swim when i drowned i've actually literally <laughs> drowned I drowned in Zimbabwe. I if you if you drowned, you wouldn't be here. Well, I drowned and came back. <laughs> so it's yeah. actually possible. I think it's possible to drown. Like, like I blacked out and then I woke up outside the pool. As in like you had water in your lungs. I that had, whole thing of yeah. people trying to Yeah, do but s- actually, yeah, it is drowning. Because it doesn't mean you have to die. Yeah. Right? The moment water gets into your lungs. Like you, you can't swim and you start sinking. Okay, so maybe may, let's call it sinking instead of drowning. I yeah. don't know. But I blacked out. I went past sinking. Yeah. 
No, yeah. but isn't it's like being um, electrocuted? If you're electrocuted, it means that you've actually you've died. Oh, so yeah. what did you call it before you die? <laughs> just before. Ah, you go shocked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's, it's death by electrocution. But it's the process of, of drowning. Yeah. You, you, you are like, you can't swim and you are going the to The result die. of it can't qualify it to be. Like, because it's still the process. It's still the process. Will, but the you process can't, you can't the be result. saying, oh my Yo, yesterday I drowned. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there the next day. Like, you can't. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you put it like that. Okay, so, so I was in the process of drowning. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. And, and then you gave up. Uh, I don't want to do this thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drown anymore. Um, okay, so basically, long story short, I did share it in a previous podcast. Um, my dad t- took the family to Zim. And um, the pool in this specific hotel was, was deep first. And then you had to swim to the short end. So um, I saw my brother going to the pool. There's like three steps. And then I see him like dip in and then he's like shocked and then he swims. So I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what's happening, but let me go join him. So I go down the stairs and I see like, oh, I'm in the deep. I can't stand. Then at least I can doggy paddle. So I start like trying to doggy paddle. But as I'm doing that, I see my younger sister called Kensani like start. Now, I, if I'm doggy paddling, she is like drowning by standing on like the <laughs> side. She's horrible. She literally gets in, takes down the three steps, and she starts like going down and she grabs the first thing she can do, <laughs> which is me. <laughs> and then she sits on my shoulders. I literally could feel her like struggling to get someone's attention. And then there's a point where I felt her get lifted off. But at that point, I could feel myself like sinking to the bottom and blacking yeah. out. And then I woke, out, I woke up outside the pool. Mm. So that journey told me that I need to learn how to swim beyond doggy paddles. So now today... I know how to swim. I just want to thank God. <laughs> wow. That is really a defining moment. It's like an almost death experience. It's like, like if you don't do it now. Yeah. yeah. When did you, Does anyone here know how to swim? What about that black stereotype that black people can't swim? I know how to swim. I know how to swim. I definitely know how to swim. Well, okay. Actually, we're very good swimmers. I, I'm, I'm actually thinking about it like we, we swam like here, like at some point at the bride. Oh, yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're really good swimmers. Yeah. No, you guys are average. Excuse me? <laughs> okay, wow. Well, Excuse me. Wait, I'm not included. I'm not included in the you guys. We I'm are just talking about the... Um, Sorry? Um. Anyway, uh, what was the next question? Uh, uh, no, we are really grateful. <laughs> The first time I swam, the entire school knew my name because what had happened is that um, in the school that I was in, we had beginners, you had, you know, kind of stuff like that. And so for beginners, we started swimming in grade one. Uh So for beginners, you would get a tube, Uh, right? And then you'd have boards, swimming boards. Yeah. So, um, and then you would, you'd put the swimming board on, in front of you and then you would, you know, in your tube. So this is like real secure. Like you could never drown there. Like, yeah. but for me, I think I just, yeah, water, I, I just freaked out at some point <laughs> because now the first step was you would hold on to the, um, to the wall of the pool and then you just start with the leg action first. Like they just wanted to teach you the leg action. So for this class, we were drifting away from, you know, the side of the pool to introducing the boards now because you are now going to soon uh, go across the pool in the yeah. board. 
Nomi thought she was drowning. <laughs> with a whole tube and all. Wow. With the swimming board. I, I screamed and the entire school could hear all the grades wow. because the scream was so deep. Wow. So now after school, everyone was asking, who's the grade one that was screaming during <laughs> that? And everybody knew it was me. So that was just, yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing the whole thing. Embarrassing. <laughs> <sighs> but you married her, Munya, so... Yeah, well, she could swim by the time I married her. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me so swimming was a requirement? Not really. Well, I mean, I guess that would determine whether or not you can go into cruise line. <laughs> that's like a whole holiday package gone. Yeah. Because you can't swim. But guys, actually, that's that. something. Like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I would love to go on a cruise ship, but I actually don't know if I'm seasick or not. I've never been on a ship or boat or... You've never been to Robben Island? I've actually that's never been. That's a short period, even. I'm but thinking about... No, friend, like, think about being in a place for, like, more than four hours in the ocean. Like, I don't know how I'd respond. I don't know. I've done, like, you know, those cruise, those, like, sunset cruise at a lake or whatever, Mm. or at a river. So I'm not sure if it's the same thing. I I think it sort of is. I've done one of those also. Uh, No, I don't think so. Friend, with the tide and everything. Yeah, because hey. remember, in a, in a, in a, in the ocean, you have waves, mm. yeah. which does a bit more intense rocking of the boat yeah. than the river. So, yeah. No. Guys, imagine like a whole trip ruined because you're not feeling well. Yeah. So, guys, you are all entrepreneurs. What, yeah. What happened that made you be, decide to become? Well, when I was... Um, when I was working in corporate, um, I realized I was making so much money for other people. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But before, before you actually, what do you do? Oh, as in what was I doing or what do I what, do What now? were you doing? What are you? Uh, so Who what I was doing before, I was, uh, I was an investment analyst. And I was working in, in the fixed income team. And I was yeah, managing a couple of portfolios on the fixed income side. Nice. And my name wasn't on the sheet. Oh, wow. So <laughs> we were doing the work, but we weren't getting the credit for it. Uh, um, but we were making other people money. Uh, I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> so and then I thought, but, and I thought, nah. But then the thing is, you know, you just keep making money for other peeps. People. But you realize that the majority of people aren't actually making money. Mm. So collectively speaking, it looks like you're making money for your clients. But if you look at an individual client basis, if I make you, if you have 1,000 Rand and I make you 20 Rand, it's 20% return, but 1,020 is not a lot of money. Mm. Wow. But then if you create a system for someone that gets them from 1,000 Rand to consistently earning a thousand rand every month, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I take one thousand and I give you twenty rand back, I mean it's yeah. well, it's different when I when you when you have, you know, ten million and then I give you two hundred thousand mm-hmm. or something, whatever back, two million back. That's mm-hmm. a difference. But like, I mean if it's a so I, I noticed that was the case. So I started trying to, you know, work with entrepreneurs, getting them from wherever they are to a position where they now know a lot more 
and make a lot more money for themselves. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. I work with entrepreneurs. I get them uh, financially to a stage where they can make uh, thousands, millions. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, re- I haven't gotten a client into a billion yet. Oh, but we'll get there. <laughs> I'll be the ver- the first I've always done. But nice. I knew it. Looking at that. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You work with... I'm talking about you. Yeah, oh, what, do, what do you do, Nomi? Oh, yeah. Did you introduce yourself as Nomfundo or as Nomi? I said Nomfundo, but I'd prefer you to call me Nomi. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> um, so, um, basically, I um, came from corporate where I was doing my articles, my CA articles. And um, but I always knew that that was just to form kind of like a foundation for me, a way of thinking. But I knew that I would not stay in corporate to working for someone. So but what was the greater call for me was social impact. And so I left the corporate space to go into the NGO space and to make them more sustainable and more profitable and kind of like um, self generating because I was seeing the tricks of how corporates um, kind of like um, does things and I was um, looking for ways to incorporate the corporate culture in the NGO space and so that has kind of like been my aim um, in just stabilizing the the NGO space Um, and yeah so that's currently where I'm at um, but yeah, very passionate about education and kind of like the system and policy of education. And so I'm also working on that behind the scenes. But Sounds boring. No, it's wow. not. No, it's not, Munya, because the education that got you here made you an administrator. <laughs> it didn't make you a creator. You had to grow to be a creator from outside sources. So I'm trying to you know, really help young people discover that they are creators early on in life. And I feel like the education system needs to change and I want to be part of that change. So that ain't yeah, boring. Yeah, 100%. This, the education system in South Africa is... Um, I did that thing. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, it's uh, very special the education system in South Africa is very special so I think any any efforts made towards the improving of education mm. in South Africa is but is just South Africa? no it's all of Africa I mean all over all over no for example Zimbabwe the education system there is pretty good no the education mm-hmm. system in Zim has it, has it is gone good through? yeah but it has made a lot of people dependent on other people. Oh. Yeah. So you've got a good education system that forces you. Okay, what is a good education system? Because ah. if I get, if I get, um, if we're learning, take for instance literature mm. and English, mm. and and okay, I don't understand why I learned Macbeth. <laughs> like, yeah. what is the point of me learning Macbeth? Mm. Yeah. You you get me. And even history, we're learning about Napoleon, we're learning mm. about all sure. these things that have nothing to do with me and my sphere yeah. mm. in Africa. Why did I need to learn that? Mm. So the education was good, but it taught you to become administrators mm. and not what she's saying, creators. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of um, educated people mm. in Zimbabwe, people with master's degrees. Mm. And after they're done with their master's, they're looking for jobs. 
But I why think, aren't you looking to employ? Yeah, I think my question really is like, how is a person who has been through school and has acquired a certain degree not able to provide for themselves if they are not employed by someone else? That's a problem. Yeah. That is a serious problem. You have been in school for so many years and you have a degree and there is no way you can think yourself to produce, to survive outside of someone saying you are hired. So for me, I'm like, so education has plugged you into a system. Outside of that system, yeah. you uneducated. Because That's that means you're uneducated true. out of life. It's just for the system. So I'm like, is that good education? Yeah. yeah. The most annoying thing about life is a CV. I dislike CVs. Yeah. Because when you're writing a CV, you are saying stuff about yourself but for your CV to look good, you have to say, I have a master's, I went to Yale, I went to Harvard and all of that. But what does that mean that you went to Harvard? That doesn't mean you can, th- you can think more than someone else. Because mm. Harvard is very expensive, like, like really expensive, right? And you have to have a scholarship to go to Harvard. But if someone went to a Technicon, why do we think that that person is not smart? Yeah, yeah. very true. I, mean, I think I guess they're like if you entered into Harvard. Yeah, um, I mean, well, I mean, isn't it recently in the states where it was revealed that uh, certain celebrities were paying for their kids to go to? Ha! Yeah, so is that how they did it? It wasn't yeah. their max. So. That's I'll pay for my kid to go to Harvard. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why? you're not being judged. Um, if I can. No, that's like assuming the kid is dumb and can't get in on the own. No, Isaac is talking I about paying want... them into it. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, like bribing. Maybe let me say that. They bribe. What is the issue with bribing? If. <laughs> Sorry, guys, so I just shock. would like to give I you wish context. the microphone could capture shock. Yes. <laughs> Literally, I was about to say, I need you guys to know the faces, <laughs> facial expressions as she said that. <laughs> so we're going to let her continue now. I just want to know, right, what is the issue with bribing if that is how the world system has been built? Um, everything. In the sense of like, if you think about it like this, when it comes to your kids, you're letting them stand on your shoulders. Mm. So many people's businesses are based on standing on the shoulders of their parents and their grandparents and generational mm. wealth. Mm. So is it not the same thing? Pushing an envelope over a counter is exactly the same as giving my child an advantage under any other circumstance. And we're all trying to survive. I think the biggest problem, right, mm-hmm. if, if we're still talking about education-wise, the biggest problem we have, especially if you look at an African context, is the fact that we think if someone has gone to Harvard, they're the smartest person in the room. True. Yeah. Without looking at someone's uh, circum, someone's environment or someone's circumstances, True. that because and even if we look at South Africa in the context of if someone has gone to UCT, they're the smartest person in the room. That's not the that's not it. Like scholarships, like even in South Africa, uh, we look at NASFAS. There's they have a select amount of people that they can fund a year. Mm-hmm. So if someone has gone to a technicon or has gone to a college or has done even not no no university at all yeah. that does not mean they're not smart they can create and even if someone has failed matric but they can create stuff 
Mm. That's we need to relook really at our whole education system, our whole innovation system, and start looking at different ways in which we can value people. CVs are the worst thing in the world because all of a sudden someone says I've got 15 years yeah. of experience, but they were just stamping, stamping. Yeah. It's stamping, actually quite funny because like, I remember uh, in 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 varsity, one of the things they would say is the mere fact that you have a degree from UCT puts you at an advantage compared mm. to other people when you apply because on your CV it looks great, you know, Africa's what, what, what university. Mm. And yeah, I mean, the fact, but, but having gone through that and knowing that there's some of these courses that you do and you're like, I don't remember Jack from that course. And you're applying <laughs> probably for a job that requires, you know, that experience or that, that knowledge. But the assumption is because you went to UCT, you know better than the person that actually studied it diligently. That's absolute rubbish. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like you guys are not answering the question that India just asked because this mm. is a serious question. What was question. India's question? She was about to say that bribing is fine if the okay, system let, is the way. Let me just way. clarify. I was, I'm, I am a stirrer. Okay. Mm. Um, so it's not my actual personal beliefs. Okay. I'm glad. Just for the sake of legality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But, um, but behind the microphone, we just <laughs> we just slide the envelope and the counter the pot. But I think for me, I find it very interesting that we live in a world today um, where the whole system was built on lies and corruption and everything. And then the moment that certain people engage in that system to also to just to even the playing field, it becomes the biggest hate crime on earth. That is what I don't appreciate. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hypocritical um, system um, to say, yo, I'm about to say something so controversial. Don't. Oh, don't. No, no, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> you can edit let's, afterwards. Let's no, 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 no editing. Yeah. Let's go controversial. No, okay. Let's, let's take, it. let's take, let's take, oh. No. It's okay, you're free here. No, nah, it's not free. Not, you're going uh, to put it out to the public. There's no BCCSA here. This is internet. <laughs> like you're going to put it in the free. public. Now but you got people's ears like... Itching. I think, I think, I think, okay, I'll, I'll have to water it down. Okay. Because I was going to go all out. But just generally speaking, I think one of the challenges we face um, in Africa um, compared to the, to the global um, markets, Africa is coming from a very disadvantaged position that is not a fair market mm. africa actually needs to start again like all the loans that have been given to african countries they must just say guys it's fine don't pay us back just start again just start because a normal african country is not is not able to pay back the loans it's not possible like we look at all these IMF loans, these World Bank loans. They can't. Where are they gonna? They don't have production. They don't have. They don't have facilities. The average person in the country, even with a degree, I think. I think a friend of mine was telling us that in Malawi, um, five thousand rand is what you get paid for. Yeah, with a, with with a degree. With a degree. Yeah, it's crazy. So, hmm. I mean, how can you expect that country to pay back loans to IMF? So we're already at a disadvantage. We need to even the play field out and start again. But I think um, even more to, to that, like we need to be loyal to each other. You mm. know, um, there's literally a lack of camaraderie on the continent. Mm. Um, 
it's it's actually back to the stories, the moments that defined you. I think mm. so. I grew up in boarding school. I grew up in the strictest of all boarding schools in the whole world, um, which is why, like, I don't like trouble. I'm I don't get in trouble. Um, but when I was young, I did get in trouble, and what I saw my parents do for me, like, so I once went to a friend's house, because I mean, it's come on, guys, it's just one weekend. I'm already in jail. Like, can I just get out for one weekend? <laughs> and I went to her house and it got, I got caught out that I didn't have permission. I didn't get permission from my parents. Did you forge a permission? No, I, did, I didn't even forge it. So I just, how did you go? Just, she bribed the warden. I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't. Um, I, just, <laughs> I just left the front door. It was open. <laughs> and, um, and so they called my parents afterwards. And they were like, Indira left without a permission slip. Blah, 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 blah. She broke the rules. And then they asked, did you give her permission? And both my parents said yes. Mm. Oh, wow. And then dealt with me later. Plot twist. taught me about keeping your house in order. I mean, Mm. the punishment was so much. I will never, ever do that again. Mm. But they dealt with me privately, Mm. like to the public. And it taught me about friendship. It taught me about just having each other's backs. Yeah. Like if you do something, I will be aware of your reputation. I will, I will do what you need me to do. Except for if you're younger than me, I don't take that nonsense. You know when like somebody like asks you to lie to their parents that they, <laughs> that is that needs to stop. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the lessons I learned in life. Like having yeah. each other's backs. It sounded like that. you're speaking from experience there about someone. It's my sister. I can call her out. <laughs> she does this thing. I love her, but she, yeah, she, she can be naughty sometimes, but it's fine. I have a funny moment that defined yeah. my experience. I've, I've, I realized that uh, girl-guy relationships do not exist. <laughs> I, I, I literally, there's a moment. Let's hear. I, I, def, I figured out that you can't be friends with the female. One person likes the other. Let's take of, I have a best friend who's a, who's a, if you're a guy, my best friend is female. That's a lie. One what of you Maria? loves each other. What happened? Nah, so but Maybe don't put in a blanket statement because now you are saying, literally, if there's a guy and a girl friendship, it is a blanket one statement. likes the other. Guys, yes, it's yes. A blanket okay, statement. so le- okay, let me put it like this. Isaac and I are friends, so one likes the other. Okay. No, no, no. No, 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 different. no, no. no. That's why I no, said no, no. don't put because a blanket I can, statement. I can tell you, I was actually thinking about this last night. I literally, okay, so last night I couldn't sleep. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was thinking about it. It is not okay for... Um, opposite sex relationships it just brings room for cloudiness that is unnecessary Mm. there's no you are my best guy friend Mm. when you're married there's none the couple is the best friends yeah that's it you know like um i can talk about our relationship right when i know i never call you munya have you Mm. noticed that i just don't call you why am i calling you for (laughs) what good reason (laughs) but if i want to speak to you I call Nomfundo. Mm. And then through her, we speak to you. Mm. Only because why, why must I become a, a topic point? It's just mm. unnecessary. It might be innocent, but it's unnecessary. Mm. Like, don't blur the lines. Like, guys, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, like, I think 
I noticed that one time I was in varsity, simple process. We call each other best friends, we're hanging out all the time and all of that. And then one day along the lines, and you know what? This this friend of mine <laughs> give context. We were friends. We were best friends. I thought I really thought we were best friends. I really thought we were best friends. And then like my friend who used to buy me clothes and take me places, I thought was and everybody's asking me, dude, what's happening? I'm like, no, we're friends. Wait, you know? your fi- your friend was female buying- friend is buying the clothes. Ah. And it's taking everything. Yeah, that's what I said. No, we were friends, this. bro. I used to, if she says I want to go somewhere, I would, I would accompany her and stuff. Like, it wasn't a thing. Like, it's we were. It's not like that for girls. And that's what I'm now, that's why I was saying for the context points. The context points I was saying is that I think guys need to understand how girls operate and the investments that they make um, and, and how it's not. No strings attached. It's not. It's never that. <laughs> no, I don't I, care what they say. They might call it best friend, be- brother, sister. There's no such. <laughs> like, honestly, guys, I remember um, a very close friend of mine was courting her future husband. And I so happened to be very close friends with her future husband. And the Holy Spirit rebuked me. And he said, how dare you be a name that is brought up in a, mar- in a, in a future marriage that I put together? Mm, mm, mm. So and I didn't know there was anything wrong with it. Like I was just he was just my brother and he's like how dare you. After that I learned to pursue the girl. And now the girl and I are best friends. The guys are still the guys still in my life. Mm-hmm. But it's through the appropriate channel because the only person who could be best friends with the guy yeah. is the wife. Yeah. You know. And it's just like Yeah. Just stay away from it honestly. Yeah. I forget it all. Yeah. What do you think? You never shared the story. Yeah, we're still waiting for the story. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then I think one day, um, yeah, she just went ballistic on me, bro. Like, like it was so deep. You know, where I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I thought we were friends, you know? (laughs) Um, And then that's when I realized, I'm like, now this thing doesn't work. Because now everybody was telling me, like, dude, didn't you know? I'm like, didn't I know what? I thought we were friends, you know? Mm. Like, and then later on, apologies and stuff. But the relationship was never the same after that yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, I think I learned my lesson. <laughs> but I like, look, in varsity, you be you, you think you're friends, but uh, yeah. Isaac? No, <laughs> no, like, no. He's like smiling. Like. I'm, uh, I'm just listening to wisdom. <laughs> Because you need it. No, no. <laughs> no. What do you want to tell you us? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I think it's a, it's a it's an interesting space. Um, yeah, I think. Okay, because let's say, let's say, are, are we saying that guys and girls can't be friends, uh, regardless of what their their uh, status is? So let's say they're both married. Hey, can I answer? Can I answer? Can I answer? I also want to answer after that answer. Okay. Yeah, go for it. So I think for me, I think for me, it's 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 like this. I I understand the blanket statement, and I totally agree with you know. Um, this is how like I would like to put it. So for example, like I also had the same incident. So it just goes to show that it's not just a girl that can respond like that. A guy can also respond like that. You know, it's it's a real miss 
understanding and kind of like not being on the same page that's all it is whether it's the girl that does that or the guy and we were friends for a couple of years and um and obviously like you know first of all people around they can plant seeds mm-hmm. when they say oh you guys are you know you or, so good yeah, or are you guys not already or you yeah. know like people can really plant <laughs> <laughs> selling you flowers flowers for your wife flowers yeah, for your girl like, uh-huh, you get what I'm trying to say oh is she calling you again oh is it, uh, you know so people first of all can you know um, plant things and again so that just goes to show the whole perception thing so there's blurred lines now where the public is not sure of are you dating? Are you not? But it's not about the public, but it just goes to show that there is kind of like a message that is yeah. being portrayed there. Now, the second component of it, I remember saying to him, understanding even of how close we were, I understood, just like as Indira said, and I told him this, and I'm like, when you get a girlfriend in your life, know that I will step back. Why? Because I understood the dynamics that every time I need you, you come. Um, you know, every time... So I don't want to make any other person feel that is significant yeah. to you, like this friend, you know? Or So I'm like, I would need to step back. Not because I think, oh, what's going on with our friendship? No, but out of respect of the other person, because now they should not even for a moment feel like they need to compete with me. Yeah. It's not fair, right? So I think with that, it's really a communication thing and it comes from both sides. Now, it's not saying that now um, each person needs to know how to manage things, manage their friendships, manage their relationships. Because now, let's say a guy does have a friend with a girl. There is a way to manage a relationship. Why are you letting, as Indira said, someone call you at late nights speaking on the phone for an hour. You are not managing that friendship. It's now not to say when you see a girl, don't look. No, it's just to say you manage it. There is a place. So again, it's not bestie, bestie. Oh, he's my bestie. Oh, no, he's not your bestie. I'm his bestie, Mm. you know? So it's being able to manage. So if you're going to take that decision to have a friend that's of the opposite sex, you better learn how to manage that. You better set boundaries. You better know that someone else that is in your life should not feel like they're competing. It's not fair. So your answer, it's not to say they can't be friends, but they need to be able to manage that friendship. And priority is your significant other. Yeah. So just to clarify, um, for me, you can't be best friends with somebody of the opposite sex mm-hmm. the moment they're in a relationship or yeah. the moment they're in marriage because that right is reserved for the spouse. Yeah. Like, there's no two... It's just the the end of that road is hurt. Yeah. Like, that's why in the Bible you don't see... You, you never saw cross um, best friends. It, it just never happened because yeah. it doesn't work. So for me, it's like simple. Like, with you guys... Yes, cool. We could be all best friends and everything. Mm. Nomi is my best friend. I ain't mm. going to call you anymore. Yeah, I have nothing to say <laughs> to you. Like, that's just like to simplify things, everybody's yeah. life. Like, that's just, that's my life, man. So what's your response is? Okay, for, I think it's important for me to give my, my opinion. Mm. I'm not pro it. You know, I'm not for guys and girls at all. Like, opposite sex relationships in the sense of like friendships mm-hmm. um i just think it's it's very interesting because i mean you have some cases where it's worked and you have other mm-hmm. cases where it hasn't so i think the the interesting thing to find out is what have people done to make it work 
Because you have some individuals that literally have, oh, yeah, my best friend is a guy. And they're married and the husband is fine with it. Like what happens in those spaces? How do they allow such a thing to happen? Mm. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think the challenge is the, those things are blurry, man. And I think because you have a situation where I'm with my wife, right? And there's, I have a challenge. This is an intimate, so I have a challenge, and that's something that I'm going through. If I if I share that with a best friend who's another female, mm. I'm sharing an intimate moment mm. with another girl mm. that's not my wife. In as much as me and that girl are not doing anything physically, like having intercourse or whatever, but I've just shared an intimate moment. Like it's mm. like we've just, and then then I tell my wife. A summarized version of <laughs> of what I've just spoken about yeah. with someone else. It becomes yeah, blurry. Yeah. It literally becomes blurry. So I like I, I don't I don't know how they do it. Yeah. I just know in my life I've had bad experiences with gold guy relationships. I thought we were friends. It has happened many times. Next thing uh, you led me on. I'm like, when did I lead you on? I thought we understood. You yeah. know. <laughs> so yeah, I think another another challenge there is. Um, a lot of times kindness can be misunderstood for uh, alternative, you know, motives. Yeah. And you're just trying to be, you know, that kid that, you know, your parents raised you in a certain way, you know, open the door or, you mm. know, be generous or whatever the case is. And they're like, oh, my gosh, he's the best ever. Mm. <laughs> he opened the door for me. I'm mm. in love, you know, and that happens. So I guess that's a tell us the story. Um, yeah, a story. Okay. Um, I'll tell you the story of when I had my hair cut by my dad. Oh, today is Father's she Day. She was meaning a story of the, that experience. Oh, that kind of, of experience. Of, we can talk of about um, <laughs> Well, happy Father's Day to all the fathers listening. Hey. Um, Do you say happy Father's Day to married people? No, no, no you're, you're not, not a father. father you're yet. not a father. We've said this to you. So I don't understand. Why? Why not? Babe, you Why? don't have a kid. That's so weird. I don't know. No. I don't know. A father is one who has... What if you decide you don't want to have children? So does that mean like never be a father's father. day? You're not going to have a father's day Actually. celebration? <laughs> yes. Because I feel like some people who are like 60 just are called fathers. But even if they don't have children, okay. you just say happy but father's day. But some have adopted children, not necessarily legally, but have groomed people that have seen them as father. Yeah, that's just more uh, maybe, of like they do recognition not call you daddy. and respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a father. Like, yeah, I'm married. <laughs> Why are people saying happy father's day? <laughs> like, oh, papa, papa. Because now the messed up part about it is now people are busy saying, oh, no, happy father's day for when you have children. I'm like, nah, dude, I don't want to have children. Like, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't count now. Um, yeah, all right. So I was saying the first time I had my hair cut by my dad. Um, but you just skipped. Day. Wasn't he supposed to tell us a story before the haircut? I know. I don't think I have such a story. Um, oh, okay. No, I do. But okay, wait, I, I want to know. Wait, what, what story? Is um, okay. So here's here's the thing. All right. Uh, okay. 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 Let me Thank see. You. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No. No. Sorry, I'm not guys. We're like names. mixing stories here. What was the topic of this podcast? Our moments. moments that define but now okay. Munya's moment kind of yeah. like got us into this another. story did not define my life just so <laughs> everyone knows um okay so this is i mean okay it's happened in in high school and varsity okay fine um 
I speak French, right? And already that is one of those languages that for some reason media has said that French is apparently an attractive language, but I just think it's a difficult language to speak. It doesn't make sense. Um, so the mere fact that I already speak that, females sometimes are like, ooh, right? Mm. Then I was brought up uh, in with, with in one of those spaces where I have six, six, six four, how many? Six. 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 Yeah, wait, four. four. Wow, we're six kids. I have four. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> Isaac, that is concerning. Ooh, all right, you yeah. you had those sisters for... Yeah, quite a life. while. Yeah. Um, so I was really brought up in a in a household with a lot of females, and I've, I was and they're all older than me, so I learned very quickly to respect females, right, and treat them a certain way. So I was like, treat your sisters. My dad, my parents were like, treat your sister, treat any female the way you treat your sisters, right? Mm. So it's normal. It was normal for me to to help out whenever I could, whatever you know, whatever the case, all those things. So yeah, I, I was you know I'm that kind of individual, and so yeah, you know, in, in varsity. Uh, uh oh, I did that thing again. Uh, <laughs> so in varsity, uh, there was this girl, uh, we shall not give names, um, but uh, yeah, you know, I was just being my, my usual, my nice self, and you know, it started the one day she was hungry, so you know, I was, we're in, in, in Cavendish Moor actually, she was hungry, and I was like, oh yeah, let's get a bite to eat, right? So I'm like, yeah, sure, order food, what, cool, uh, and yeah, we're hungry. You gotta eat. You don't have anything on you. Fine, <laughs> cool, right? Then I think it was uh, studying, like study groups. You know, not a problem. We can study together. Uh, need a data? Sure. Let me get you some airtime, some data. Like again, for me, I'm like, it's not because she was like, I need, to, I need to speak to my parents, right? Exactly. I so, would probably have done the same thing. You get. The funny thing is, Napoleon and I are like rolling our eyes. Like we're having so many facial expressions right now. But and there's absolutely there's absolutely nothing wrong with exactly. it. Exactly. Why? No. There's how nothing. How does someone then okay, develop nothing. anything else if I haven't told you that I want you? Like. I think because women are emotional, and. So data is emotional. No, but you Combination. being a provider. No, but so a woman might not. Okay, I can't speak for all women, but mm-hmm. I don't interpret the same way. Uh, same situation. I wouldn't interpret it the same way that you would. It's just that's how it is, right? And the funny thing is, like the girls here are just like rolling their eyes because <laughs> for us, like there are things that girls just do. Yeah. And it's already telling. Like, if a girl is calling you for airtime, my friend, like. A, she's finding a reason to contact you. <laughs> B, she's playing damsel in distress and you feel like, <laughs> oh, I'm a superhero. I'm coming with my cape. No, but I, I assume that's probably how she interpreted my actions. She thought that I was being, if you're saying that's what they think. No, she's like, oh, save me. And then you come and then you kind of like, because you took the time to save her, it's also like, oh, that's why I know he likes me. Cause like he totally came when I called for help <laughs> and like we went on a date. You see, when you bought a food, it was not food. You went on a date. <laughs> You're hungry. We're hungry. I've got the money. I'm was gonna it just buy the two food. of you? It was a date. So now I must eat and watch you hungry. Yeah, you should have wow. done that. And you should have been like, eat faster. Wow. <laughs> right. So, yeah, w- one of the reasons actually I mentioned the French thing is because at, at some point um, she asked that I help her. Um, well, she wanted to learn French, right? A new language. Um, so I was like, yeah, sure. Because she had done she had done French in high school, but it had just been a while since. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, again, I speak the language, so there's nothing wrong with me. You get what I mean? Like for me, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I speak the language. You need someone to have a conversation with. Okay, sure. 
Um, but then how I found out that, oh, okay, wait, maybe there's actually more going on here was when I started, like, some of my buddies were like, oh, yeah, we heard you're teaching this girl French and she keeps going on Sing about the it. Seeds, and, the people. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, you know, she needs someone to have conversations with in French. So, right? So now that's from the guys. And the girls, some of my female classmates are like, oh, okay, so I, I heard you're dating this girl and you're mm. even, like, oh. talking French now with her and she's learning French for you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like... When did when did that happen? Like when did it go from you know? When did it go from needing someone to have a conversation? Oh, you were buying her lunch. That's when it started. That was your official first. Yeah. So that's that's one of those. How did you control that situation? Oh, I had to have an awkward conversation with her and be like, um, okay, break up with her. Yeah, I said I had to break. I had to break a relationship that I wasn't having. Like that's weird. I've had to be in so many breakups. And I didn't know I was in a relationship. It's weird. And you're like, it's not you, it's me. It's But it's you. But Guys, it's- <laughs> I would love to have a disclaimer here. You know, it's so funny because, and again, it's I think it it really is about also the type of person. And um, I don't know, like, there's just so many things that could, I, I sometimes even like, even say, I think no one can have a girl and a guy friendship except me. Like, sometimes I think like that in my head because I'm like, I know boundaries. Like, I know, you yeah. know. Because you know why I'm laughing at this is because I'm thinking to myself, Isaac, there was a time, like, where we were locked out of our house. Yeah, <laughs> and the first person we thought of was is He had to literally Full take rings. an Uber from his apartment. What's wrong? Oh, we locked ourselves to out of the house. To jump into a window like, to open the door <laughs> And so I'm thinking in my... Glo- that was before Indira. <laughs> no, I would have come with. No, Indira it would becomes, have come with. It, comes a, it becomes a thing if it's every weekend. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, every weekend. It's time That's actually a defining moment of, of our journeys. Really? Well, not defining moment, but like it's one of those like, you know, because like it was one of those moments that like grew the friendship. Yeah. Because like Temi and Nomi and yeah, everyone else. Okay, and yeah, and yeah. that's why then I say it's, it, 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 diff, it, 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 it also like is people, because understanding at, also at the time that we understood that Isaac had a significant other and we respected that very much to a point. Yeah. I remember we're trying to move, we're moving places and guys uh. it was it was quite something we didn't have the next place to stay it was quite something and then isaac in the moment of the delivery vehicles are here and we don't know where we're going to take our place things and isaac says guys you can put the pl- your things in my place remember guys isaac is living in a bachelor apartment we're thinking what Yo, is this it's guy a thinking? one bedroom apartment where I- are we gonna put all of this it was it was it was you know but in that moment isaac made that and i think i remember the first thing i thought i'm like who thinks like that and i remember we had a conversation with him was like but what would your significant other say because even in that moment he then offered that we come stay with him while we're looking for a place but with all of that as indira said you engage you ensure that the significant other is comfortable with this and you and 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 that it's your responsibility to do that, to make sure that the person is comfortable with this and understands where your heart is. And, and I'm telling you, we were that whole week, we were working on trying to get a place and, you know, and we really did. So I guess it also depends on the type of person. Is that person sensitive to these things? Because again, a person could not be sensitive calling a person at midnight and this person, you know, is married. 
who thinks like that? So there's people who don't see things mm. wrong. Yeah. And you're just like, for you, when you made this call, when you decided, oh, I'm going to um, come over and crash, or when you decided, like, were you not thinking, like, this is awkward? In your mind, it's not... And those are problem people. I think yeah. the easiest way is to just deal, even if you're friends with the other, like, um, is to just deal with the one of the same sex. So, for example, if that whole moving thing had happened and I was in that relationship, yeah, it's so simple. Just include me in the conversation. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's not. I don't think people are evil and like, oh, exactly. you can't be friends oh, no, or you, whatever. You, but it's in the small fight. things. Like, <laughs> it's in the small things. If you don't engage the spouse mm. you leave room for questions yeah and that's where the hurt comes in so it's yeah. like rather just don't leave room for questions yeah yeah and again i love that sorry babe. i love what <laughs> Indira like just said um Yo. in saying that it, it's 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 about engaging but if you see who is the person most responsible for that it's isaac he was supposed to make the significant other comfortable with this linking us because again this whole um disqualifying the feelings of nothing is happening and it's not fair to do that to the significant other i think the responsibility is you as the friend so for me but we didn't know the significant other okay but if you do know the significant other like if let's say you and isaac are friends yeah and and i come into his life yeah it's on you to become friends with me yes yeah that's just like basic yeah. Go codes, and then for you to focus on that friendship. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I yeah. think the next one you're about to tell us about your haircut. Yes. Wow, because you guys are going <laughs> on and on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is the first haircut I got from my dad. Um, this is back in primary. School. Is this a defining moment? It's not. I don't. Maybe, maybe kind of. Yeah, mm. a little bit. I mean, I made a decision at that point. But, <laughs> you know. Um, okay, so this is this is back in Namibia. I was in grade four. We had just gotten to Namibia, you know, and we still, you know, getting an understanding of life and all that stuff. So we hadn't yet found barbers and all that stuff. So mm. now we're going to our new school, um, and we have to cut our hair, you know, because you got to be presentable. So that's something my dad is very like on it about like hair every time my dad sees me is like your hair like before even saying hello he'll be like your hair right <laughs> so now i don't even video call i'm like forget that um so he decides to cut our hair he goes he gets a you know what what's that the Finish hair clipper machine right and he's like yeah he calls my brother he's like sam come here Cuts his hair he's filling himself he's like yeah i got this on lock right first victim done all right cool Isaac, come here. Sit down. Okay, sharp. I get up and I'm like, already had this feeling. <laughs> right? That the things might not look like, you know, they should. Like, I didn't have the same confidence that you have when you leave your barber. I just knew something was off, right? <laughs> what happened? So I get up. And I go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> Firstly, they're like patches all <laughs> over my head. <laughs> right? So I'm like, all right, cool, fine, whatever, right? Um, so I go to school the next day. And uh, I walk into school and all, my, all the kids are like, ah, donkey panga, donkey panga, oh, donkey panga, right? Oh, no. And I'm like, 
what is that? I don't know what that is. And they're like, no, your haircut. It's a donkey panga. And so that was that was just the thing. Like I was called the donkey panga guy. No. Like donkey panga. So yeah. How was, long did uh, the name stick for? I was about about a week because my hair grew out, right? And yeah, so that was uh, my first what haircut with my dad. No, the decision there was just never let my dad cut my hair. <laughs> so like we we just like with my brother we leveled up. We like quickly started learning how to cut our hair, and uh, yeah, eventually we started cutting our own hair because yo, mm, it was lit. Yo. But, yeah. Um, You know, since we're going all light, um, a moment that I can remember, we're going light. No, I just, I just feel like going light. You feel like laughing. We've already changed the world with education. You know, we've already changed the world. But anyways, we were, um, we're going on a school trip, and um, uh, now our parents, you know, obviously, like you know, buy the items for us. Anyway, so my mom bought items for me and stuff like that. So first of all. Um, mommy bought two items, right? Um, I think she was trying to mix the flavors, like of 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 these two items. What are these items? These items was yogurt, right? So mistakenly, she bought plain yogurt, and then she bought strawberry yogurt. Okay. So as we're at the house, and I'm now packing, you know, all of my stuff nicely in the bag that I'm gonna go with. I see that there's plain yogurt, and at that time, like I'm young and I wasn't exposed to plain yogurt, so I'm like. Ew, I don't want this. Then my mom's like, no, this is simple. I know how they make <laughs> flavored yogurt. <laughs> so then I'm like, mommy, how do you know how they make flavored yogurt? Like, <laughs> what's the problem? I'm like, I'm like, no. So my mom had this thing growing up. Like she always had friends that were exposed to certain things. So whatever the scenario is, oh no, I had a friend who told me this. So now she had a friend that worked in a yogurt factory. In Pamalat. So I asked her, how will we do this? So then my mom opens my yogurts and puts jelly powder. The green jelly powder. So I had green yogurt to go with. It's <sighs> like, yeah. So a moment there is, yeah. Don't let your mom. Buy Don't let your mom buy you stuff without wow. you. So yeah, that jelly powder, guys. You know how you make jelly. You know, yeah, that powder. <laughs> and now the worst thing is, it was green. So I had green yogurt. Did you taste it? I left the yogurt. It was disgusting. <laughs> Who puts jelly powder in a plain yogurt? So yeah, I, that was just yeah. Yeah. It, like, yeah. It, it reminds me of, you know, these school trips. Right? Yeah. And one in, in my grade seven year, we had like the, the school leaving trip. Right. Yeah. Um, so this is like one of the first times that some of these kids are, you know, like traveling and we're all excited and all that stuff. So we, we make our first stop at a shop right in some town. And also kids have pocket money. You know how it is. You have mm. pocket money as a kid. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy everything that I'm not allowed to buy when I'm at home. <laughs> right? So we, we go into the, the shop, right? And it so happened to be there was a sale on ice cream. Right? Now, you must understand, this is Namibia. It's a very hot country. Mm. We're going on this thing. And it's like, I think, September, October. So it's quite hot as well. These kids go buy ice cream, but like tubs, not oh, not like no. a little Magnum. It's no, no, it's like a, it's a tub, like a two liters. And you're seeing guys coming with plastic bags, two liter, <laughs> two liter, two liter. <laughs> now, 
<laughs> also, we had like 20% of the trip. Like we still have 80% of this trip <laughs> to go, right? And it's not like 80%, like 45 minutes long. It's like another three, four hours, wow. right? They buy the ice cream, they go into the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you just start hearing, it's melting, it's melting. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> just kids are shouting everywhere. My ice cream is melting. Do you have a spoon? The spoons are under. Because <laughs> we had stacked our luggage. <laughs> so now that is so sad. You have this scenario where you just see people drinking oh. from toes. Oh no, <laughs> guys, no. <laughs> That is so sad. No. Yeah. So yeah, not quite a defining moment, but uh, man, uh, no. there's some things you do as children that is oh, just. Oh, um, Actually, another yeah. story that I actually also have. Well, so yeah, we need stories. Now we're in Durban for the school trip, and is this um, a defining moment. No, this is it's <laughs> moments, okay. But anyways, now but we are. Why, why are you speaking? Actually, this speaking is a defining the... moment. You must learn to share. That's, that's <laughs> the theme of this one. So anyways, it's this girl, because in school trips, you are sharing food, like sweets, chips, like you share. Anyways, there's this girl who kept certain things to not eat with us. So when the lights, when the lights went out, she decided that she's going to eat these snacks <laughs> that she didn't want to give to us. So anyways, like we, we hearing, and I remember her name was Nosipiwe. Next thing, oh, <laughs> like Nosipio, can you give us some? Like, oh, oh, like, what are you eating? Anyways, Nosipio is like, no, guys. Da, da, da. Anyways, fine. The whole night. Now all our snacks are finished. So she's the one who's eating. Like everyone is craving. And she's eating in bed. She's eating in bed. Next thing, guys, it wasn't even in the morning. It was before, like you know, that whole waking up. Like yeah. everyone wake up. We hear Nosipio crying. Guys, 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 what? There were ants in oh, her wow. bed everywhere, like she was covered in ants. <laughs> so, guys, share. <laughs> that share. is a defining moment. Yep. Sharing goes a long way. Share. Well, she shared with the ants. Yeah, she shared with the ants. That is crazy. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I don't know why everything in my life happens in water. So, one of those defining moments also. Um, I was so in Eastern Cape we have like lagoons, mm. right? Which is like mainly like poo at the bottom. Mm. It's fine, we're used to it. And then Sis. like it goes out into the ocean. It's fine, man. It's healthy. It's How? Okay. <laughs> Why is it No, it's just like cuz it just it just is, man. It just is. In East mm. London, that's just how the houses are. Okay? It just okay. is. Okay. So, um we're we all the kids who were like didn't get to go home, you know, the rejected ones. It's fine. Um, the matron takes us to her house, mm. which is in East London. So we go there for the weekend. And then, um, so all the kids, so I'm, I'm the only person of the shade. Mm. And we swim to like this little island. Daywalker. And then, I'm the daywalker. We swim to this little island, right? But it links to the ocean. And as we're swimming there, I can feel that the current is like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not strong enough. To not end up in the Indian Ocean. I know this for myself. Yeah. I know it for my parents. So I'm like, guys, I'm going to make a decision to swim back. Because that's just wisdom right now. Like, I don't want to end up in the newspapers. So I start swimming back. Um, and I'm swimming breaststroke. Because that's my strongest. So I'm swimming in the lagoon by myself. And I'm trying to prevent into going to the Indian. Everybody else is, in the, is on the island now. 
as I'm swimming, I can just feel that there's another presence like nearby and I can see it swimming breaststroke. It's a frog. I wish. I wish. As like I'm opening my arms, you know, when you swim breaststroke, I can feel it like opening its arms as well. Guys, I look. It's a female water spider. Ooh. Those things, it is yellow and red and pussy. It, its body is like my two hands together. That's just the body. The legs still come out. Oh, Yo. I think I flew out of that water. Yeah. I, <laughs> I met Jesus. Like, guys, oh I don't gosh. know how the rest of that story ends. All I know <laughs> is I separated from it. I don't know what happened. Guys, I've never been so scared in my entire life. And it was just cruising next to me. Just... <laughs> As I'm going for it, it's like also... Guys, she's doing action. Also, yeah, so we are seeing... So I once went snorkeling, right? Um, This was in Durban. Yeah. And I don't know, I think I missed the memo when the guy said, what's in the aquarium? So... I was excited I'm going to be swimming with fish because all I knew was I was going to be swimming with fish, right? So I got my stuff, got my goggles on. I'm swimming in the middle of the of the aquarium. I'm there. I'm seeing different kinds of fish. Some are orange, you know, some are yellow, you know, different kinds of fish. So I'm swimming. Now I'm in the middle. Like I'm in the middle of the aquarium, like in the middle, middle, where you can't run away, you yeah? I'm there. Then I just see this big fish going underneath. And I look at it. And I'm like, that's a shock. (laughs) 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 So now I'm like, I'm now in the middle. And I'm like, I can't make a sound, a noise. Because if I make a noise, I'm going to alert this shark. (laughs) So I'm like, let me just... Keep it cool. Let me act like the other fish. <laughs> Don't so act just, like the other fish. This so is when you're like trying to show that you're not a fish. So I just, I just, I just go slowly, slowly. I'm like, I'm not gonna make a big noise. I'm not gonna splash <laughs> like, like a black person right now. So I go back to shore, and I get to shore, and I'm like, guys, there's sharks in here. And then the guy's like, yeah, I thought I told you that there's sharks. I'm like, you didn't say there's sharks. <laughs> and then the guy's like, oh, yeah, no. If you want to see more of them, go to the end of wow. the of the aquarium. Yeah, because that's... So I'm like, to the guys, I'm like, okay, guys. We, we look at each other. We're like, are we doing this? The guy's are like, let's do it. Mm-mm. We go to the end of the aquarium. When we get to the end of the aquarium. So remember, when I was in the middle, I just saw one. <laughs> We got there to the end of the aquarium. I saw like 20 of them just at the bottom, swimming there. And I was like, yay. Yay, yay. Anything, any mistake here. We are going to heaven today. So now then we saw them. And then now we're like, okay, guys, let's go back. So now we're swimming back. And my mate was in front of me, right? Swimming back. Then I just touched his leg. Okay. And that guy started screaming like a girl. No. And then next thing he realized it was me and then we went back to shore. But those were not the real sharks. Okay, they were sharks. They but they d- apparently they say they don't have teeth. Yeah, but they removed the teeth. Nah, bruh, bruh, those things look like sharks, bro. But I just feel like even in that moment, like I know that the sharks, they, they've removed the teeth. But just that experience yeah. of the shark grabbing yeah. on your leg, whether it has teeth <clears throat> or not. Yeah, you're not going to care. 
you're not gonna care <laughs> because yes, they removed the teeth, but yeah. they've not removed the, the nature jaw. of yeah. the shark. Yeah. Yeah. So I still don't like those. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I don't play with animals. Like I grew up with a lot of animals, mm. and I've actually experienced being mocked by a lion. Like you know, when you like when it looks at you and you know, <laughs> that means I'm supper. we were in the kruger and it was huge it was the male line they were all like chilling guys this thing is bigger than the car and then there's this moment it's like sunset they eat at sunset you know it just looks at me the car's moving but it's i (laughs) is every direction i go it's i that's actually happened to my dad it wasn't with the line it was with an ostrich he was chased by an ostrich when he was driving. <laughs> Guys, That's what I'm it happened. You see on TV like it's With running, but the head is like, yeah. like I'm not sure what the backstory is, right? Like how this happened. But he's like, Indira, I am driving. I'm going for it. I'm just driving. This thing is running next to the car and it's just looking at my dad. It doesn't care what comes in front of it. It could be a truck. It could be, it does, it's literally running like perpendicular to his body. He's like, I've never been so scared in my life. Guys. I'm like, you did what to an ostrich? Like, how does that? Like, guys, it's like, I, will, I want you. And it's like, it doesn't blink. It's just <laughs> like, Kevin Hart movies. It just, it just goes at it. And my dad was like, I was going. Like, I'm still catching up. He's like, oh what my is gosh, happening? I'd be so freaked out. Yeah. I think, so what happened was, um, we were in, in, um, in Zimbabwe at, uh, at a place called Wange National Park. Mm. Right? It's close to Vic Falls. It's like about 20 k's outside of Victoria Falls. And we were on a, on a game drive. But for some reason, people think that to see animals, you have to see them at night. Mm. Mm. So first of all, it's dark mm. and we're looking for animals. And we're not looking for normal animals. These are not trained animals. These are wild animals. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're looking. So this guy's telling us about stories about lions. There's one time. And then now this guy's freaking me out because he's telling me, oh, no, the last time we left. So what happened is. So you you go on, you go in the in the car, and then there's a place that they call the, the the where we actually have dinner. They drop off the cook there, they leave him there, and then we we continue with the game drive. So apparently that guy, the times they have left him there, there's is a, a lion came one time, a leopard came one time, and he's like every single time he has to find a way to to fend away like. Shoot the lion away, shoot the leopard away. So I'm like, wait, whoa, what? Okay, I was like, okay. So he's telling me all these stories, and now, now imagine, now we're in the wild. So now we start seeing like proper animals, bro. Like we saw, like I don't know how many elephants I I saw that day. Like plenty of elephants. They were now moving, relocating. We saw some, you know, daika and all of that, zebras yeah. and all of that stuff. So now. This guy keeps telling us all these stories of the wild, bruh. So that's when I was like, okay, now. Nah. <laughs> so now we're in this safari thing, open truck, open. I was like, ah, and I was sitting at the back. So at a stage, I was like, ah, no, this you is not. You must sit in the middle. I was like, nah, I'm not going to sit at the back anymore. <laughs> Let me go sit next to this guy who's busy telling us the, the instructor. <laughs> so I sat next to the guy, and now my family members are sitting in the back, right? 
then this one time so every time you look for you find an animal you spot an animal they torch everybody takes photos and stuff so now this one time we saw a baby elephant so the car stops and we see baby elephant on the side of the road but because now they flash baby elephant on the side of the road baby elephant freaks out and starts crying right baby elephant is hysterical right Guess who hears baby elephant oh, crying? Oh, mama elephant. Oh, dear Jesus. I just heard do, 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 do coming. So now yes. my sister and my dad and my mom are at the back. So in Wange, in Zim, they predominantly speak Ndebele there. Right? So I'm a Shona guy. My parents, not, we are a typical Shona family. We speak Shona and English, no other language. <laughs> These guys, the first time they speak Zulu, they're like, hey, when I ask they let in you like let's go let's go yeah man i remember like um i was once having like a very it was like when i started my first business it was a tough year and i just called my dad and i was like papa i need a holiday but i can't afford it so you need to take me on a holiday so he took us to like um, an unfenced uh, part of the camp. So the Kruger, you have the fenced part and you have the unfenced part. So he took us there. Yeah. Hey, as the sun was setting, like it's now dark. We saw eyes in the grass. Guys, we stayed in our rooms like the rest of it, like no one. And the thing is, the fridge is outside. We were hungry. We were thirsty. No one. And everyone was like, Indira, go. Because the kids were in one room, right? Mm. Um, no, I was with my sister and my, and then my brother left his room to be, we all just ran with the cousins. Everyone came to my room. Now that like, you're very hungry, go fetch the food. <laughs> what? <laughs> I must go because you're like, we will, we will starve to death tonight. Like tonight, like it was not even an option. Then the next day, the guy's like, did you see one eye or two eyes? Why am I counting? Because <laughs> he's like, if you saw one eye, it's a prey. If it's two eyes, a predator. So I'm going to be like, one, two, three. <laughs> Who's going to do that? You see an eye, you go. Like, how is that? Yeah. 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 All right, man. I think uh, we've been at it for over an hour. I think. Are you well, serious? Yeah. Wow. I think it's, we'll, we'll delete everything about the whole yeah relationships yeah cut that out we must just cut that out why why would we why would we cut that out no and the whole bribing harvard thing (laughs) 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 so now you know the kind of people that you listen to (laughs) um yeah i want to say thank you very much to uh our wonderful guests the cafesus Hi and um, <laughs> goodbye. Thank you so much for coming. You guys are so funny. Oh, wait, wait. I should, I should, I should put Indira on blast here. So Indira says today that she had a revelation, Isaac. and she was like, "I realized it's not the cafesus because <laughs> the two have become one, so it's the cafesu." <laughs> so I'm like, "Wait, that doesn't make any sense." <laughs> Because then you say, whose house are we going to? We're going to the Cafe Sous. Cafe Sous. Ca- the Cafe Sous. Ca- the Cafe Sous. It's a zoo. The whose car is that? It is the Cafe Sous. Car. <laughs> Stop it. That was for you. Wow. No, but you told us, remember? Yes, for oh. you guys. It was an internal revelation. Can we all calm down? Yeah, but that revelation disrespects English. 
<laughs> so. Truth, okay, that's uh-huh. all I want to say. Yeah, what I said was truth. Ow, ow. Mm, amen. Oh, come amen. on now. Amen. Let's Let's go. Church, say amen. <laughs> I. Yeah. Any any last words from the from the cafesus, the case? The cafesus. The cafesus. Um. Yeah. Thank you guys for <laughs> for having us. Yeah. Uh. Look forward to the next time. Uh guys, we had so much fun. Like, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think there's so much content on here for even to, for this to be part one and part two. But I'll make it part one, uh. and we'll have a part two, uh-huh. and a part three, and a Yay. part four, and there'll be many, many more. Because clearly, <laughs> there's so many conversations to be had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need to change Africa. We need to educate the people. Yeah. We need to make people billionaires. We need to tell the stories. Yeah. And we need to build cool tech. Yeah. So that's us, you the Blank Podcast, and uh, yeah. See you guys next time. We out. Bye.